Sunrise with Shona, Hot 1027. Good morning, beautiful people of God. You're listening to Sunrise with Shona on Hot 1027, and it is wonderful to be with you. Thank you for all the emails. It's always good to connect. Now, this past week, I went down to Quebec to pack up my mom and dad's home. As you can imagine, they'd been there for several decades, and so there were a lot of things to sort through. Some needed to be thrown out, some were given away, a lot was given to the church. It was a very hard time, at sort of the end of a chapter in my life. So it was hard, but it was also good to share the memories. It was stressful and emotional, but as many of you will have experienced in your lives, it's part of that journey of grief. And on the last day, to just clear my head and to feel better, I went down with my daughter to the beach and we went um, bodyboarding. And so I played like a child in the waves and it just reminded me It was actually such good fun that it reminded me that in the midst of stressful times, in the midst of hard times, there are always good things and there's so much that we can be grateful for. So this morning as I read to you from Luke 21 verse 5 to 28, I want you to remember that because it is about end times, it is about destruction, it is about people coming against you. And so I want us to remember that even if, and I'm not saying we are because none of us know if we are or not, even if. We were living in end times. There are still good things going on. So let's look at Luke 21. I'm going to read from 5 to 28, but I will skip some of the verses because it's very long. So some of his disciples were remarking about how the temple was adorned with beautiful stones and gifts dedicated to God. And Jesus says to them that not one of these stones will be left on another. Every one of them will be thrown down. So they ask him, when will this happen? What signs will take place? And Jesus said, Just be careful that you're not deceived, for many are going to come in my name, claiming I am he, and the time is near. Don't follow them. And when you hear of wars and uprisings, don't be scared. These things must happen first, but the end is not coming right away. Nations are going to rise against nations, kingdoms against kingdoms. There are going to be earthquakes, famines, pestilence, fearful events, and great signs from heaven. But before all of this, they're going to seize you and persecute you, hand you over in synagogues and put you in prison. You're going to be brought before kings and governors, all on account of my name, says Jesus. But you will bear testimony to me. And don't worry about what you need to say, because I will give you the words of wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to contradict. You are going to be betrayed by parents, brothers, sisters, relatives and friends. Some of you will obviously be put to death. Everyone is going to dislike you because of me. But don't worry, stand firm and you will win life. And he goes on to say that um, pregnant women and nursing mothers are going to have a hard time. But he says in verse 25, there will be signs in the sun, the moon and the stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and the tossing of the sea. People are going to faint from terror, apprehensive of what is going to come, um, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. But he says at that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. As you process some of what I've read coming up now on the mighty Hot 1027, here I am to worship. Sunrise with Shona, Hot 1027. Here I am to worship on Hot 1027. Good morning. You are listening to Reverend Shona from St. Mark Anglican Church. And I've been looking at Luke 21, verses 5 to 28. I wonder if you, like me, could identify with some of what was written all those years ago. Jesus predicts the destruction of the temple. We know that that happened. 
We know that Jesus says that countries will fight against countries, and we know that that is still happening today. He says there will be earthquakes, famines, plagues. That's happening today, including floods. He says that strange and scary things will be in the sky. I think of meteorites and satellites and all those things that are happening. And actually, meteorites are one of our threats that we know of. And Jesus says to the disciples, before any of this happens, you yourselves are going to be persecuted for my sake. And we are aware, as time has gone past, that that is exactly what happened. But he says to them, don't worry, you will be given the words to speak, and you need to stand firm. Just stand firm. When all these things take place, and when people are afraid of the roaring of the sea, and when I read that I thought about global warming and the sea levels rising, and all the things that are going on on this earth, and Jesus says, this is what he says, stand firm, stand up, raise up your heads, because your salvation is near. So when we read stand up, raise your heads, because salvation is near, there are two questions that come to me. How do we do this? And with all that is happening, are we perhaps in end times? Now I'm going to answer the second question first. And I'm going to say that we don't know what time we are living in. Jesus himself said, I don't know the hour or the day. Only God does. But I believe that we need to live in the now and stop worrying about whether it's end times or not. We need to live today and to live it to the full. People have predicted end times for so long. People of faith who believe in eternal life. We don't need to worry about whether it's end times or not. We need to worry about how we're living today in God. We need to work on our relationship with God. Paul said, because of Jesus, whether I live or die, it doesn't matter. Because if I live, I'm in Christ. If I die, I'm in Christ. Therefore, whether I live or die makes no difference. Obviously, I'm paraphrasing that. But his meaning was that we need to live in the now in Christ, and then all is well. So let's not focus our attention or our energy on trying to prove whether we end times or not. Instead, let us focus on God, the gift of life, the gift of people in our lives, and live in the now, living life to the full. Packing up the family home reminded me of the importance of family and friends and traveling companions on this journey we call life. It's not the things that matter. It's not the material goods. It's the memories, the love, the conversations. It's the experiences that we have together. And we have all these things at all times. So we don't need to worry now whether it's end times or not, what time we're living in, let us not forget the value of the people we have around us, of the relationship that we have with God, of the experiences that we have. And even in the midst of great adversity, there are still things to be grateful for. So then how should we be living? I believe in faith from a place of deep gratitude to God. For life, for love, for God's presence, for Jesus, for the Holy Spirit, for eternal life. Be mindful of all our blessings. Treasure the people God gives us and just live our life to the full in the presence of God right now. For when we pass from this life to the next, we do so in the presence of God whom we've already had the benefit and the wonderful um, privilege of journeying with in this life. Coming up now on Hot 1027, Lord, I lift your name on high. Sunrise with Shona, Hot 1027. Lord, I lift your name on high on the mighty Hot 1027. Good morning. You're listening to Sunrise with Shona. If you've just joined me, welcome. We've been looking at Luke chapter 21, verses 5 to 28. 
where Jesus predicts the destruction of the temple, the persecution of the disciples, floods, plagues, earthquakes, countries fighting each other, activities in space. All of the above have happened and continue. Some of them continue to happen. And Jesus also says to his disciples, stand firm, lift up your heads, and just remain solid in your faith. My take on this has been to stop worrying about whether we're living in end times or not and live in trust and faith with God today from a place of gratitude and humility. I was truly grateful when I was down in Quebec this last week to the people who helped me out, especially the lifetime friend who fed us and who made sure that we were safe and who made the journey so much easier. And of course to my daughter who was accompanying me. And I want to say that that's where I'm coming from, that we need to value the gifts that we have in today, even when we have to do things that we don't want to do or that cause us grief and distress. Now, the other thing that happened that reminded me was the bodyboarding, that we need to live life in faith. And there's a lot we can learn from bodyboarding in the surf about living our life of faith. The first is timing. Of course, you need to catch the wave at the perfect time. Well, otherwise nothing happens and you stay where you are or the wave breaks over you or in fact you might even get dumped. So the timing is important and God's timing is perfect. So often we fight with God. We want it now and we want it all right now. That's not God's way. We need to trust in God's timing because God's timing is perfect. Whenever I force things in my life and force things to happen, that's when things go wrong. When I wait on God and God's timing, goes perfectly well and so we need to wait on God. Sometimes I do wish God would hurry up, I have to be honest, but I've learned that I need to be patient and just trust God, that God's timing is great. The other thing that I learned, um, obviously, when catching waves is that experience counts and I learned from my dad first. My dad used to stand in the waves with me, with my board holding on to me and say, wait, 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 wait and then go. And he never, never got it wrong. I always got the perfect wave and went in perfectly. Sometimes we skipped a wave and he'd just hold on to me, let that wave pass and you'd catch the next one. So I learned from the experience of someone else. I was open to learning. And then, of course, when you do it yourself, you learn from your own experience. When we journey with God, what I have learned is that I can trust God completely and absolutely. That's what my experience has taught me. Even when things don't make make any sense at all from a human perspective, we need to trust God and learn from that experience of journeying with God that God is always present, God is love, and as I said, God's timing is perfect. We also need to sometimes stop and observe. So before you sprint into the ocean, it's always a good idea to check if there are cross currents, check what's going on, check how big the waves are. Just stop and observe and see what's happening. And then enter. And I think sometimes in life we rush in where angels fear to tread and we need to hold back and wait. The fourth thing I learned is that once we commit, we need to just stay in it, even if it's not quite right. Um, Because if you pull out, sometimes that wave will dump you or sometimes other things go wrong and you, you have an unpleasant experience. So when we have discerned that God is calling us to do a particular thing, when we know that it's God's perfect timing, when we're moving in that faith, Even if there's a bit of um, chaos going on around us, stick to it and walk in faith. In fact, in Jesus' words, stand up, stand firm, lift up your heads and walk in faith. The fifth thing for me is that we need to also learn to enjoy the ride. 
as much fun as it is to surf on the waves, um, even if it's bodyboarding, obviously not standing on a board. It's a wonderful rush to feel that movement under you, that power as it pushes you forward. In life, we need to stop sometimes and just enjoy it. I think we forget, we get so caught up in what we're doing that we forget the joy of simply being alive. And the last thing that I want to say is that if something goes wrong, get up, stand firm, lift up your head and keep going. If a wave dumps you and run out the sea and don't go back, you've got to go back and learn from your mistake and do it again. So when we walk in faith, it's not always easy. That's why sometimes we need a spiritual director. We need to be open to God, God's timing. And as I said, we can't force things to happen in our time. If we feel God is calling us to step out in faith, God will catch us. God will direct us. We can change direction. We discover that we're wrong. And so please, let's enjoy life. It's a pure gift from God. I was looking at um, the disciples and what they went through. They never gave up. There must have been times when they wanted to, but they continued to walk in faith. God is always present, forgiving and ready for us to turn to him again and to walk with him when we mess up. So let's just walk with God in faith and not forget to enjoy the ride. May God bless you on Hot 1027. Thank you so much for listening. If you need to get hold of me, you can on Shona at hot1027.co.za. To wrap up this morning, majesty, worship his majesty, and there is none like you, and there is none like God. God bless. Sunrise with Shona. Hot 1027.